He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above glory. We can never think, imagine, or hope according to the power. According to the power that worketh in you. And that's what I'm going to be talking about you this morning. Because we're not only al not alone. It's a great thing that we're not alone. But way more than that, we have been empowered by the spirit of power to do all that God has called us to do while we're passing through this earth and we reach heaven. We're going to walk in victory, not defeated. We, we had enough of that defeated life. Look at your neighbor and said, I'm done with that defeated life. No more. No more of that defeated life. I discovered Jesus. I've discovered I have the spirit of power living on the inside of me. To conquer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2022 is your year of victory. The things that you did not were able to conquer, you're going to find yourself doing what you never thought you could do. You're going to... Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Listen. Getting this will end every frustration in your life. You don't have to walk around frustrated one more day in your life. That's not your story. Knowing of God, some of you even knowing Him, going to church, and then yet being frustrated, may your frustration end today for the rest of your days in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Because it can. It can. Do you believe that? How many of you can already say, my frustration ended a long time ago, Pastor Sandy. Move on with your message. Go ahead and be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, worship team. Before you walk out, I want to say happy birthday to our firstborn, George Gregory Garcia. <laughs> He's 35 today. Just kidding. <laughs> happy birthday. Praise the Lord. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning? I'm glad that you're here. Have you had a great week? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. We are going to partake of communion this morning. So let me just take some moment, a moment to share with you. Um, it's been great. Amen. I want you to turn your Bibles. There is so much, but the Holy Spirit will help me deliver this unto you in accuracy and with clarity and with the anointing. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. <clears throat> Praise the name of the Lord. I want you to turn your Bibles. Let me see where I want you to turn. Well, shouldn't you know that by now, Pastor Sandy? Mind your beads. Not just kidding. <laughs> this is your business. Ephesians chapter 1. 
Praise the name of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Now, beginning in verse 15, this is the Apostle Paul's prayer for the Ephesian church, which we can include ourselves in this prayer. Amen. And then it begins by saying, wherefore, say wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Oh, how we need that more than ever before. In the last days, there will people that claim that can see, but they are blind. We're not part of that group. Amen. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know. Somebody say no. That is conozco. That is uh, 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 the, the, the most intimate form of knowing somebody. Amen. No, to know what is the true hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints. And this is where I wanted to get. And what, this is his prayer that we may know. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power? And what, this is, he's praying that we may know the exceeding greatness of his power to us ward who believe. How many believers are here this morning? According to the working of his mighty power. He prayed that we may know the exceeding greatness of his power to us ward who believe. According to to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his right, at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above. Somebody say far above. All principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And had put all, somebody say all, all. and had put all, all things under his feet. And had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. We are the church. Say, I am the church. We are the body of Christ. And the Bible says that God set Christ Jesus and gave him a place of authority at his right hand. Seated far above all powers, 
principalities and mights and dominions and gave him to be the head over all things for the benefit of the church, which is his body. And the Bible says that he put all things under the feet of Christ. All powers, principalities, might, rulers are under our feet because we are the body of Christ. So they are under our feet. The enemy is under our feet. And God has given us the power, the ability by the spirit of power to conquer over all the works of the enemy. Say over all the works. And the apostle Paul knew this and he walked in it, but he prayed that we know this and walk in this. And I see you walking in that spirit of power like never before, taking charge and dominion over your life and your household in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, say hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Christian life is not a cowardly life. It is the most empowered life there is on earth. And you're part of that life. You're part of that family. We're not of those that shrink back into perdition. But do you notice that we don't automatically walk in this? We don't automatically wake up empowered. We got to know. Say, I must know. Because it's not how we feel that changes us. It's what we know that empowers us. And when you know that you are born of God, that you are from above, that greater is he that is in you than he that is of this world, what shall you be afraid of? If God is with you, who dare be against you? Hallelujah. This is not just for ministry. This is for your marriage. This is for your children. This is for your household. This is for your everyday life to walk on over on top. You see, when worry and fear used to have you and grip you, when the circumstances used to keep you down, you know what that is like. But now you've tasted that there's another way of life. That even though there's circumstances and things going on, I'm not in subjection to those things. I can walk over those things because of who I am and because of who God is in my life. It is important to walk in the spiritual power because what comes against you, against you is not of the natural. There's principalities, powers, darkness, rulers of this dark age, spiritual powers. And you need spiritual power to come against those things. And that's why God has equipped us with his power to be able to resist the devil and he will flee from you. He's had you in the run long enough. He's had you talking about what he's doing to your life, to your health, to your children, to your family. It's time that you rise up in spiritual power and begin to exercise your authority and put him on the run. Because you can. Yes. 
Say, I can. But you got to do it. You got to exercise it. Amen. Spirit of power belongs to you. In the word of the Lord, the root of every notable testimony, even in the life of your fellow brethren. The root of every notable breakthrough testimony. It all goes back to the power of God working in them. It does. It all, you can all trace it back to the spirit of power working upon their lives. You know why? Because before you can get a money, you got to have a test. Before you can have your testimony completed. See, let me tell you something. A testimony is a victory that you gained. Testimony, don't tell me what you're going through. Tell me what you overcame. So when you say, I want to share a testimony, don't tell us what you're going through. That's not a testimony. Is that you're going through something. Get the victory and then testify. Test. Money. Testimony. And, and it takes a spirit of power. Because it's not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God is the Spirit of power. And, and, and if you're going to get your money, you need the Spirit of power to overcome whatever test came to try you. Who's ready for their money? Then you got to walk in the Spirit of power. See, because the, 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 the spirit of the enemy that's coming against you, you can't deal with it in the natural. That's why too many people fell at it. Because they're trying to fight in the natural with their own strength, when they're, with their own might. You can't. Spiritual things have to get dealt with spiritual things. Amen. But God has equipped you with his spirit to be able to rise up against everything. Everything that the enemy throws at you. And that's the enemy's job. To throw things at you. To trip you up. To, well, not just to trip you up. It's a serious thing. The enemy comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his final thing for you. To destroy you. Eternal hell. But Jesus said, I've come. The spirit of power came. The spirit of Jesus is a spirit of power. And he came. And I want to, I want to, I want to. I, I want to provoke you this morning. I want to irritate you in a good way. I want to like shake you in a good way. I want to I wanna get you mad in a good way. That you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of just coming to church and just sitting back and watching your family being slapped around by the devil. So I, pr I pray that I shake you up this morning. And bring you in a point of decision of what kind of life do you want to live? A defeated one or a conquering one? I want to irritate you in a good way. So much that you say enough is enough. I'm, I'm, we're about to get things straight in our lives. We're about to do something. See, because the spirit of power is a spirit of action. It's a spirit of faith. It's not just the going to church and, oh, I did God a favor. I went to church. Now I can just lay back the rest of the week and, week and just watch the enemy just while you're resting. He's working. You stay charged. 
It's a good thing. Amen. There's no such thing as you're just living your own life. Let me tell you something. There is no such thing as you just being a good person and living your own life. There isn't. Before you know it, you, you forgot there's a real devil out there out to destroy you. But there is an awesome God. You didn't come so I can talk to you about the devil. I need to make you aware and remind you. But we serve an awesome God. We serve an awesome God. And everyone born of God overcomes. Everyone born of God overcomes. The Bible says that even the least in the kingdom of God is greater. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So every, every testimony, every victory, every breakthrough, You can trace its root back to the power of God that, that's at work in the individual. Yay or nay? Yes. Even in your life. The things that you've conquered, you can't say, eh, it's because I just got smarter. No, you got stronger. By the spirit of power working on the inside of you. Amen. It's because of the, because of the ability that God has given you to overcome. That you find yourself overcoming things that you've never even thought or imagined hallelujah somebody say thank you Jesus for the spirit of power say power, power. say power. power say with authority power. power that's the language the devil knows of authority amen and more than just saying it it's knowing it I got the power Somebody got a revelation and made a song of it. <laughs> but you got the real power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Victory is yours. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus. He said, and that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us ward, to us ward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. In Ephesians 3. In Ephesians 3, bear with me, because this is just, this is good. Philippians, I was going to go to Ephesians because there's one there, but 3.10. Philippians, how many of you love the word? How many of you love your Bibles? 
Wave your Bibles like you just don't care. Amen. Hallelujah. The word of God. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul, the same one that prayed, this was, this was his thing. This is what he went after the most. And if, in Philippians 3.10, he says that I, that I may know him and the power, say power, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Look at the Amplified Classic the way it says this. I love it. It amplifies it. For my determined purpose, my determined purpose is, this is, this is what it is, that I may know him. That I may know him. Who's he talking about? Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus. You, let's make that 2022 our determined purpose. Because when we think we know everything about him and, that's, and we, 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 we get in trouble. We, don't, we haven't reached that point yet. And we never will. Just like your spouse. When you think that you've had all the fun and you've gone to the point where you know. It, a, a marriage that operates in, a, in an active relationship. You never get to a point where there, you just get into a place of just, of just uh, um, what do you call it? Where, where you're not driving anymore. Just uh, Pilot control, cruise control. Don't put your relationship with God in cruise control. Neither your marriage. Because when you put your marriage in cruise control, that means ain't nobody driving it. Ain't nobody ever, you, nobody's working it. But it needs to be worked. Amen. And how many of you have been married for so many years and are more in love with your spouse? Oh, that, let's pray for marriage this morning, guys. I mean, <laughs> it takes work. Can I get a witness? It takes work. I got a little experience. My husband and I will be 26 years married in August. Just a little bit experience. Some of you got more experience than we do, but... But let me tell you, we know what it is to have a marriage without God, and we know what it is to have a marriage with God. We know what it is to have a marriage on cruise control, and we know where that leads you. We know what it is to work at it and see the results that you desire in it. And, and our marriage is, what am I going with marriage? Somebody can press it, came pressing in. <laughs> But see, but it's, it's important and it's a great analogy because with, for a marriage, your marriage, God designed it, number one. Marriage is designed by the Lord. It's a very holy, holy union. Amen. And it's a precious thing in the eyes of the Lord. He designed it because a marriage reflects our relationship with the Lord. Amen. And if you know that marriage, it's, it's a beautiful thing and you got to work at it. Well, it's the same thing with your relationship with God. It's an exchange of communication. It's quality time. It's doing what makes each other happy. Loving what he loves, hating what he hates. Amen. And when you see it like that, then, then, then you have a fruitful, somebody say fruitful. Fruitful marriage. You have a fruitful relationship with God. Amen. And that is, that is, that is what we have to, the Apostle Paul said, for my de determined purpose is that I may know him. He had already written epistles. 
He had already done so much, but yet he's saying, Jesus, I want to know you. I want to know you at another level. I want to be more intimate with you. I want to, I want to listen to what he, look, listen to what he says, that I may know him, that I may be, that I may progressively, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. This is what he's saying. This is what he is determined to do in his relationship. This is what he is desiring that I may become more deeply. Somebody say deeply. deeply. Somebody say that's deep. Deeply and intimately acquainted with him. Perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person. The wonders of his person more strongly. Come on. More strongly and more clearly. Jesus, I want to be closer to you. I want to understand you. I want to be more acquainted with you. I want to I wanna perceive, I want to recognize who you are. That more clearly and that I may in the same way. Come to know the power, the power outflowing from his resurrection, which it exerts over believers, which is at work in the believers' lives. He knew this power is working in me and I want to know you. I want to know and, 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 and have a more clear picture. And to know the power that outflows from your resurrection from my life. Isn't that beautiful? The Apostle Paul prayed this. That we may be enlightened. It is his power. Not ours. It is his power at work in our lives. For what reason is this, is this power a vital necessity? It's for advancement, to achieve, to witness effectively. Acts 1.8, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you so that you can be my witness. You are a witness that Jesus is alive. That is the reason why you're alive. That is the reason why you're in your right mind. That is the reason you're still alive. That is the reason that if you lost anything, he's the reason why you haven't lost everything. He is the reason why you have a new lease in life called he allowed you to wake up today. Amen. So that you can be a witness to a hopeless generation. That needs what you have. That needs what you have. And you got it. To tell them. Let me tell you what you think you need is not what you need. What you need is Jesus. Because we've been there. We thought we needed that relationship. We thought we needed one more drink. We thought we needed one more whatever drug. We thought we needed one more night with that person. 
And every time it made you feel good for a little bit, but left you worse than when you encounter that thing. But then you realize that when Jesus came into your life, you are no longer looking for those things to be fulfilled. You realize that Jesus fulfilled every void in your life. And he is what you've always been searching for. He, you got what you've always been searching for. And his name is Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. And that is why God wants you to walk in the spirit of power. So that you can be an effective witness to people around you. So that they can look in your life and know that they serve the living God. And be like, I know God is real because look at them. (laughs) There's no way they could have pulled that up on their own. I know God is real and I know they didn't do it with their own strength because they could never do anything in life. But look at them now. They look different. They talk different. They're doing things. They're advancing. They're achieving. Hallelujah. And eventually the spirit of power needs to be present in our lives to gain our final salvation. Because we're not, once saved is not always saved. But it takes a spirit of power to overcome here on this earth so that when that trumpet blows, we're going to be ready. You see, you can say we're engaged right now. And the Holy Spirit is the ring that promises that one day we're going to go into the wedding feast. But you got to, you got to, Walk the walk. Amen. Amen. Can engagements be broken? (laughs) They can, right? You know anybody that was engaged and then broke it off? It can. Well, we're on our way. Say, I'm on my way. And I'm making it all the way, not by power, not by might, but by the spirit of God. That's the spirit of power. Look at, look at first Peter one, five. First Peter one, five, just a side note. We're on our way and in victory. We ain't dragging our butts to heaven. We're not no dust in the warm. We're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We are peculiar people, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. You see, we found the way. His name is Jesus. This is, this is an empowering place, let me tell you. Amen. And you, you want it. You can get to a place in your life where the last harassment of the devil came to harass you will be the last one you'll ever experience. If you rise up in your authority, because God has given it to every believer. Every believer. Not just the pastors. Not No, every believer. Peter said in 1 Peter, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
which according to his abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to, to, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that faded not away reserved in heaven for you. This is reserved in heaven for you. For you is connected to verse 5. Who you, say me, reserved for you who are kept. Who are kept by the power. He's talking about the inheritance that's incorruptible. Undefiled. And faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. And praise God, we'll get there one day. But what happens while we're here? This power is not for then, it's for now. It's to make sure that we get there. It's to make sure that we do all that God has called us to do before we get there. It says, who are kept, us who are kept, kept. By the power of God. Through faith. Unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last time. So Peter is saying. That we have this great inheritance. That awaits us. Us. Who. Are kept. Are protected are shielded or garrison it's like an army that surrounds you he's describing the power of God that will keep you by faith until the day of salvation we need the spirit of power in our lives to keep us we need the spirit of power to keep us to protect us, to shield us, that by our faith, we will not miss our moment. Not there and not here. I said not there and not here. Say not there and not here. By the spirit of power. The spirit of power keeps you. By your faith in God, unto your completeness. You can say it like that because salvation is wholeness. Salvation is the whole pie. Salvation is prosperity. Salvation is well-being. Salvation denotes peace, joy, wholeness. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Salvation means that you can be blessed going in and blessed going out. You can be blessed in your physical body, blessed in your finances, blessed in your home, blessed in your children. The spirit of power will keep you through faith unto your wholeness. Oh, glory to God. Say thank you, Jesus. Say power. power. This power is an activity. A manifestation and strength of the Holy Spirit 
working within us. Faithful believers. Faithful believers. This power is an activity. A manifestation. Say manifestation. It shows and strength of the Holy Spirit working within us. Every faithful believer. This power. It is the same power and it is the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Selah. And seated him at the right hand of God. Turn to Romans 8. Jesus. Say, I am strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Romans 8, 26. I'm sorry, Romans 8, 11. Romans 8, 11. It says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell it in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. The same power and spirit that rose Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand of God lives in you. Can you imagine that? That if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, dead couldn't hold him down. What can hold Jesus down can hold you down in the name of Jesus when you're aware of the spirit that resides on the inside of you. Powerful. Let's continue. Romans 8, 11, right? That's what I read. Let's continue. Therefore, brethren, verse 12, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, which the flesh is your body that is ruled by your senses, what you see, what you feel, what you taste, you get it. And so, but if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you, through the spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bear witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. That we are the children of God. The Spirit gives you sonship. And the same Spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you. That's the Spirit of power. I want you to say that I, I'm carrying the Spirit of power. I can't be defeated. 
Turn to uh, uh, verse 26. Same chapter. Verse 26. It says, likewise, the spirit. Talking about the spirit of power. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit itself make it intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered and he that search it the hearts know it what is in the mind of the spirit because he make it intercession for the saints according to the will of God and we know say I know and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. The spirit of power. The spirit of power helps you. He helps us and empower us to be victors instead of victims in our circumstances. He helps us to be victors instead of victims in our circumstances. We're not victims and we're not called to be victims. We're called to be victors in the name of Jesus. Not by might, not by power, but by his spirit, which is the spirit of power. Hallelujah. He prayed that the eyes of our hearts will be enlightened concerning the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. How many believers are here this morning? Hey, if you're not a believer and you might say, I want to be in that place with God, but I, I don't feel like I am as, at, at this point. Today is your day. Amen. Today is a day. This is not only a house of empowerment. This is also a house where you're always going to be given the opportunity to get in that place with God. Amen. Amen. I want to say this again. Every victory, every manifestation, every testimony, whether it be in the Bible or whether it be in the lives of God's people in the now, will always be reflected to the spirit of power that is operating in their lives. Amen. And this morning, I want to continue. That was just my introduction. And don't, don't let me alarm you. We're going to do communion in just a few minutes. Amen. And then we have tonight. So if this is helping you, come back tonight. Amen. Come back tonight. Don't, don't stay home. Come back and be empowered. Receive all that God has for you. Amen. A couple of weeks ago, I began to share with you the importance of walking in the spirit of power. That it is for every believer. Every believer. It's for every believer. Whether you know it or not, whether you feel like it or not, it, it doesn't change what the word of God says. It's for every believer, and you should not walk in any other way rather than this. And I'm, I'm just going to say, if you, if you, um, every, I think this should be everybody's, everybody um, should understand this, that um, 
You know, when you come from a life, and I don't care how good your life was before you gave your life to Christ, you were on your way to hell. Amen. So some people say, well, you know, I had a good life. Yeah, but you weren't, if you weren't saved, you were on your way to hell just like the bad person was. It's just some people went to rougher times than others, right? But that's, that's, we're still on the same boat back then. But when you realize what God can do in one's life because of what you experience in your own life, and you realize that the, the, the devil doesn't play fair. He's deceiving. He blinds the, the minds of the unbelievers lest they come to know the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Sin is a destroyer. You know, we were bound by sin. Uh, and, 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 and the wages of sin is death. Amen. And so it, 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 when you're in subjection to, the, to, the, to those things, you're, you're on the way to destruction. You're on your way to destruction, but when you realize, when, when, when you give your life to Jesus, you begin to be enlightened by the Spirit of God, and you begin to realize what, you know, how wonderful God has been, how merciful. I say this over and over that, you know, you realize, man, man, I was blinded. I was blinded. I was, I was messed up in the head. I was like in confusion and darkness. You know, you think you're living the life you ain't living nothing if you ain't living for Jesus. You realize those things. See, people don't know that until they come to know him. They don't know that because they're deceived. They think, oh, I'm living the life. No, you ain't. Without Jesus, you're dead. Without Jesus, you're blind. Without Jesus, what you're living is temporary and you're about to lose it all. Because it, life has to be in Christ. Amen. And I don't care how beautiful, fun, exciting they present their lives to be. If I look at you and you think you're having fun and you're not serving Jesus. I see somebody that's that, like the proverb says, there's a way that seems right to a man. But watch out. The end of it is destruction. That's just the way it is. But when you give your life to Jesus, he begins to show you. That life is not just about life. It's not just about existing. It's not just about this life here on earth. And you begin to realize, man, I was in subjection to the devil. Man, I was, I was messed up. I was on my way to destruction. And then God begins to show you those times that you shouldn't even made it. You begin to see how the devil tried to take your life. You can begin to look back, you know, by the spirit of God because he begins to align you. And you begin, you begin to, to see those moments where I shouldn't even be here. I shouldn't even be here. Like you think of those times and now I'm not working you up to think. But what I'm saying is that you begin to realize this is, this is spiritual. When you almost gave in this way and, 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 you, and the Lord shows you, man, I could have easily taken this route. But I thank God that I didn't because where would I been? Where would my... you begin to, to see? And, you, and, and then you begin to realize it, it, it has been the hand of God that has kept me. It has been the hand of God that has kept me. Because you, you know, I'm not, I'm not strong in my own ability. It's, it, it had to have been God because my God, the fact that I am here and I shouldn't be here because of, because of what you know, only you know. Come on, only you know. 
that you should have never made it. But you did. But you did, and now it's like, God, you know, we sing hallelujah, I am not alone. You're not only not alone, you are empowered. You are a daughter, a son of a king. And he has equipped you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. He has, you are born of God. He has put his spirit on the inside of you to overcome. Sin has no hold on you anymore. There is no temptation that comes your way that God has not already made a way of escape. The things that used to trip you up don't trip you up anymore because you recognize who you are and what you're carrying on the inside of you. And you're acknowledging every day the spirit of power is a spirit of sonship. The spirit of God on the inside of me. And as long as I am aware of this, then he keeps me. He protects me until the day of salvation. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. Say glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We must understand The spirit of power. And there, there's, there's a lot, but. It's, it's something that is a vital necessity. Say vital necessity. It's essential for my Christian walk. And this is for every child of God. When we walk in this, we can help others. Amen. Not only yourselves, but you can help others. You become a deliverer, a free setter, because you, 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 you have what it takes. You have what people need. I want you to say that I have what people need, and his name is Jesus. Say, I'm, I, I'm, I must be empowered to give him to others. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down every vain imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You see, there's going to, you know, the enemy can, has no authority over the believer. First John 3, 8, for this reason was the son of God manifested to destroy the works of the devil. And he did. Jesus made an open show of him, triumphing over him in Calvary. And so he knows he has no authority over you. The only authority he has is the permission that you give him in your life. And so all he has to do is come and sow a seed of doubt in your life. And even then, you have to accept it before it can, he can have power over you. 
But that is why you need to operate in the spirit of power. Amen. To be able to recognize. You know, when the doctor says you're going to die, the Bible says, I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. So by the spirit of power, you're going to take that ugly, disgusting, rotten seed that he tried to sow in your life. And you're going to say, in the name of Jesus, you're going to open your mouth and you're going to say, in the name of Jesus, I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. What are you doing? You're pulling down a stronghold you see he tried to make a home in you in your brain in your in your mind see the battle is always in the mind that's why if you're gonna think use your brain to think what is true lovely and good report anything contrary to the word of God exercise your spiritual power to begin to tear down every barrier with negativity and doubt that the devil tries to make his home in your life When the devil comes and tells you, your son's never going to turn to Jesus. Okay, you say it's a lie, but why you say it's a lie? Because God wills that none shall perish, but they come to repent. You see, you got to know. You got to know what the Bible says. Amen. When he tells you, you ain't, you, you're, not, you're, never, you're not gonna have enough. You say, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. There's a lot the Bible has to say about you. A lot. Amen. When, when they tell you, you are nobody, or you're never gonna do nothing with your life, then immediately the spirit of power is gonna rise up and says, what you're talking about? I'm a chosen generation. I'm God's masterpiece. I'm a royal priesthood. A peculiar people. As a matter of fact, there's only one of me. You know, even when the devil came to Jesus to tempt him. In the garden of Gethsemane, when he was praying and fasting. And the devil came, you know, if you're the son of God, why don't you turn those stones into bread? Jesus just didn't say, you a liar, devil. He said, men shall not eat by bread alone, but out of every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And, and again and again, the devil came to try to tempt him in three different areas. Spirit, soul, and body. Hunger, showing him all the, 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 the riches and getting him to worship him. That, that's where he messes. In your body, in, in, your, in, your, in your, uh, the lust of the, of the of, you know, the, the, the flesh and, the, and, the, and in your soulish realm. What does the prophet of man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Jesus said every time it is written, and the devil couldn't with him. And he couldn't with Jesus. He will not with you either. Amen. Because you have the spirit of power operating on the inside of you. Amen. So you have what people need. But you need the spirit of power to be able to deliver it unto them. Amen. Glory to God. 
And that's, and that, that's for every day. You exercise the spirit of power in everyday life. Amen. You cannot contend for what is yours in the natural. You need the spirit of power to take what is yours. You need the spirit of power to take what is yours. Amen. You got to, the Bible says fight. We're, Christians are fighters. Fight the good fight of faith. We're fighters. We fight the good fight of faith. Amen. With the word. And, and let me tell you this. Fighting the good fight of faith, you know what kind of fight that's going to be. It's, you're going to have to fight, but it's a good fight because it's one that you're always going to win. Amen. The Bible says we wrestle. We wrestle. Not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, darkness, rulers of this dark age. Right? Wrestling. Fighting. But we have the spirit of power to overcome every time. We don't not wrestling to see who's going to win. That's why this thing about the, the Satan and, and, and Jesus arm wrestling, that's trash. They already had a match and Jesus won. That sounded gangster. I even went like this. authority even the the disciples the was it 70 77 how many were they 72 got it all wrong Jesus sent them and they came back to heal the sick set the captives free and they came back the Bible says that they were they marveled they said Jesus even the demons were coming out in your name even the sick were getting healed Jesus said, I saw Satan fall from heaven. That's what Jesus said. He said, I saw Satan fall from heaven, from the sky. He said, I was there when he got kicked out. He said, he's defeated. He said, of course. Of course they obeyed you. He says, but rejoice not because demons are in subjection to you. Jesus was saying, that's the least of thing. Here's Christians going to church talking about everything the devil's doing in their life. That's out of order. We have the power. We have the authority by the spirit of God to put the devil to flight. Everything he tries to work up, you have the authority. But you got to rise up in your authority. Jesus said, of course, that's, 
that's the least thing you should be excited. He says, you should be excited because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Jesus said, your name is written in heaven. And of course, because your name is written in heaven, every devil is in subjection to you. Hallelujah. Somebody say the spirit of power. That's why I know who you are. When you, when you, when you, you, you need to practice that. You need to practice until you believe it. You need to say it until you believe it. I'm a son of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is of this world. I'm not born of a of, of flesh of man. I'm born by the incorruptible, indestructible, ever seed, living, seed of the word of God. I can't be destroyed. He is my father. He's given me the keys. He's given us the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever we bind on earth is what is, what is bound in heaven. Whatever we lose on earth is what is loosed in heaven. He says, you have the keys. What is the keys? Authority. You see, you're trying to exercise your power, but it does, it's not effective because you don't understand authority. Just because you have a gun don't mean you have the authority to use it. You have the power. You have the, everything you need, but you don't have authority. But Jesus gave us authority. To exercise spiritual power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He gave us the keys of the kingdom. He says, you, whatever you forbid on earth, heaven backs you up. Whatever you loose on earth, heaven will back you up. Is there any sickness in heaven? Then forbid it in your body. Forbid it in your children. Is there any lack in heaven? Forbid it in your life. Is there things that are not being productive in your life? Put an end to it if there is. And the Bible says that when you exercise your authority, that heaven backs you up. Whatever is not permitted in heaven, what well, doesn't have to be permitted here on earth for you. Whatever is not permitted in heaven, you have the authority to, so that it won't be permitted in your life. What is it you don't like in your life? Is there something? Whose fault is that? Take authority. Some people are being honest. Today, take authority over it. How, Pastor Sandy, in the name of Jesus... In the name of Jesus, you open your mouth and you begin to declare. There is no depression in heaven. There is no sickness in heaven. In the name of Jesus, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You are not weak. You are strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. You know, as a matter of fact, I, I was, I, as a matter of fact, I was meditating the other day in the book of Joshua because it's one of my favorite books. And it was talking about, uh, you know, in, in, in Joshua chapter one, where, where God commanded him, commanded him, Joshua, be, I command you, be strong and be of good courage. Be thou not dismayed. 
For as I was with Moses, I'll be with you wherever you go. Haven't I not commanded you be strong and be courageous? You know, we're called to be strong. I said we're called to be strong, but it's not in our own strength. Not in our own strength, not relying in our own ability. That's why in the book of Zechariah says, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. It's by the spirit of God on the inside of us that we draw our strength. Amen. Let me take you there. Say, I am strong. Glory to God. Are you getting something this morning? Ephesians 6.10 in the Amplified. Hallelujah. Say, I am strong. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Relationship. Amen. What does our relationship with Jesus do? empowers us when you say I have a relationship with Jesus how should that look empowered life overcoming amen not weak not tripping it can start like that but as you grow stronger in your relationship with God you become more empowered amen amen so a relationship with Jesus results in strength and power. You see, this is, this is real to me. You know why? Because I was going to church. I was serving the Lord. Yet I was walking in defeat. I was. I was frustrated. I was, I was trying to do things on my own. And, I, and I, 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 I just always thought, why? Why is it that I'm going to church? Why is it that I'm, I'm trying to do what is right? Well, it had to do with my relationship with the Lord. Just because you go to church don't mean you have a relationship with the Lord. Are you with me? But when I started to have a relationship, a personal relationship with the Lord, you know what I found myself? Drawing strength from him. A strength that I never had. A strength to... to Cast down strongholds, a strength to walk in authority, a strength to put every enemy to flight, a strength to be who God has called me to be. It ended frustration. It ended every form of religion. I found myself stronger. And I realized the strength is not from me. It's, it's God. Have you ever seen somebody and you realize, I know the Lord is with him. Because they might be going through things, but you still see them showing up. You still see them praising the Lord. You still see them. They still have joy. But yet, you know, it's a fact that they're going through something. But yet, you know, it's, they, they're empowered. Because of their relationship with God. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. God, God said, I was crying out to the Lord and God said, I never asked you to be strong on your own. He said, you need me. He said, you're trying to do it on yourself. You're trying to change the husband. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. You're trying to do that. He says, stop. He said, let me help you. You tried it on your own now. Let me strengthen you. 
And then when that strength came upon me, I was, I be, I was able to be effective because there was change in me. I was still going through the same thing, but now the husband was like, oh, you look a little different now. I was no longer getting to the house after Sunday morning church, beating him with the Bible. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I was no longer going to church, not receiving for myself, but thinking if my husband was here, this would have been breakthrough for him. The Lord said, you need breakthrough. And I received it. I was like, yes, Lord. He spanked me. And I was like, yes, sir. I receive it. it. It was like a light. It ended my frustration. The problem didn't end. It was still there. But take note. It changed everything. See, because circumstances will always be there. But the beautiful thing about your life in Christ and being empowered through the spirit of power is that it doesn't matter if it rains or shines or storms. You are consistently consistent the same. Know that I serve the living God. He is my father. The grass withers, the, f the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And it doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm not moved by my senses. I'm not moved by what I feel, by what it looks like. The word of God moves me. And I know what the word of God has said, so praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Things are subject to change, but the Bible says... Christ Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forever. My God never changes. And my God is faithful. Has he not said it and shall he not do it? Has he not spoken it and he, will he not bring it to pass? He's a faithful God. I said he's a faithful God. Or like Brother Gabriel says, faithful. He's faithful. It changes you. It changed me. Can I get a witness? Has it changed? A man came to Kenneth Hagin, pray that the devil will leave me alone. He said, then I'll have to pray for you to die. No, don't do that. Oh, you're praying the wrong thing. Pray to be empowered by the spirit power so that no matter what the devil does, it doesn't affect you. Be strong in the Lord. Can you put it back up there, please? In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Go back. Go back. Go to 10. Be strong in the Lord. In who? Be empowered through your, with, and then he says, draw, draw, draw your strength from him. Draw your strength from him. How do we draw our strength from our relationship? You know, every time you go pray, what are you doing? Drawing strength. You know, when you go to the house of the Lord, what are you doing? You know when you're worshiping the Lord, what are you doing? You know when you're speaking life, what are you doing? When you're declaring the word of God, what are you doing? 
when you're acting on the word of God, what are you doing? Demonstrating your strength. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord and be empowered. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him. That strength which his boundless might provides. Put it in the amplified, not the classic. I want to see what it says. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him. And in the power of his boundless might. Put it in the passion. Do you have that? Glory to God. Is this helping somebody? Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused. That sounds like an IV, right? Hook me up, Jesus. <laughs> Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord, Jesus. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive That's dynamite power. That's Holy Ghost power. Explosive power flowing in and through you. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, I got the power. Holy Ghost power. Do you? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We need it, and we need to guard it, and we need to protect it, and we need to exercise it in our personal lives. We need to gain victories in our personal lives before we even gain victories in other people's lives. It's for us, amen, to exercise it. I dare you. The things that you haven't been able to master as you acknowledge the spirit of power that is living on the inside of you, you're going to find yourself walking in power and in strength that you never thought you could, overcoming things that you never thought you could overcome. You see, because this is serious. This is serious. The enemy doesn't just bring things in your life to disrupt you or to just to interrupt your life. His ultimate plan for you is to destroy you. And we need to put him out. We need to put him out. Amen. I said we need to put him out. And you can't do it just being cute. You need to be empowered with the spirit of power. And this spirit of power, it can't be faked. You either have it or you don't. And it's for every believer. And then the proof is, is that you overcome. Amen. That you conquer. It's to conquer. God loves you. And he's put his spirit on the inside of you. Amen. You can receive the spirit of power this morning. Not because, you know, he'll give it to you. He'll empower you. Acts 1.8, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you shall be my witness. Wherever you go. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you'll be a witness. Amen. Whatever it is that you came in this morning by the spirit of power. As you receive your freedom, you are free in the name of Jesus. And we're going to pray in just a minute. We're going to pray. Amen. You don't have to leave out of here the same. 
You don't have to be here, here the same. You know, there is a price that was paid for this power to be released into your life. And it was the blood of Jesus. It was the blood of Jesus. It was a sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We don't got to wait till Easter morning to talk about the resurrection power of Jesus. The resurrection power of Jesus is here now. And it'll set you free in whatever area. Amen. God loves you. S Satan wants to destroy you. But Jesus came to give you life. Amen. Satan wants to keep you in bondage. But Jesus died and paid a price and resurrected to set you free. If you're thankful for your freedom, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There, th what is I shared with you? Let me just leave you with this one. And this is, this is all a recap. And then we're going to pray. What is the way of power? Show me, Pastor Sandy. What is the way of power? The way of power is walking and being led by the Spirit of God. I read to you earlier, those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And the sons of God operate in the spirit of power. Amen. In Micah 3.8, it says, But truly, I am full of power by the spirit of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord is a spirit of power. I never want you to forget that. So the next time you find yourself struggling or, or found yourself in weakness, you can say where I am weak, he is made strong on the inside of me. Because if you have the spirit of God, you have the spirit of power. Amen. And in Luke 1, 17, it says, And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias. You can just hear me out and, 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 or write the scriptures down. In Luke 4, we can read the encounter that I was sharing with you earlier that Jesus was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness where he prayed and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. But the Bible also says in verse 14 of chapter 4, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region roundabout so even Jesus the Bible says that when when he was baptized that he was led by the spirit of God into the wilderness but when he came out after 40 days and 40 nights the Bible says that he came out in the power say power of the spirit and then everything began right there the Spirit of the Lord is upon me for God has anointed me. God has empowered me to preach the gospel to the poor, to restore sight to the blind, to set the captives free, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. How did he do that? By the Spirit of power. Amen. The Bible says in Romans 15, 19, through mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God. They did mighty signs and wonders 
by the power of the Spirit of God. The Bible says those that believe, signs and wonders shall follow them. How? By the Spirit of power. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul said in the scriptures in 1 Corinthians 2, 4, he said, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration, say demonstration, of the spirit of power. The spirit of power is for demonstration. The spirit of power is for demonstration of the manifestation of the power of God through the believer. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power. Somebody say the spirit of power. Hallelujah. The, the spirit of power upon our lives. Not fear. I said not fear, but the spirit of power. Glory be to God. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Say power. power. So walking in the spirit is walking in the spirit of power. When you are led by the spirit of God, you are walking an empowered life. An empowered life. Say an empowered life. I shared with you this, and I'll leave you with this, and then we're going to pray. What is the way of power? Not only walking and being led by the Spirit of God, but walking in His presence. Being conscious. And not just singing, I am not alone, but knowing that God is with me. That He is with me, and He is for me. There came a word at the beginning of the year, I believe is from the Lord, that he said that my people are, 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 uh, um, are, are going to know and it's going to make the difference in their lives. Not just that they know that I am, that, that they are, that God is with us. Not only that we are with him, that they are with me, but that I am with them. He says, and that's going to make the difference in their lives. They know that they are in me, but they're going to know that I am with them. He says, and they're going to know that if I am with them, I am, I am there to help them. I am there to protect them. I am there to preserve them. It makes a difference when you know God is with you. When you know God is with you, you walk in a level of empowerment because you know that you're not alone. You know that where you go, God is with you. You don't fear uh, uh, wherever you go. If you're where God has told you, I know God is with me and God is protecting me. Amen. Hallelujah. Fear goes out the door. Because if God is with you, then what can hurt him cannot hurt you. Are you with me this morning? Hallelujah. So walking, being aware of the presence of God is walking in the spirit of power. The Bible says in Mark 16, verse 20, and they went forth and preached everywhere, 
the Lord walking with him. The Lord walking with him and confirming the word with signs following. You know, when you're going and ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ, when you're going and you're testifying, it's not just you. God is present. God is there. Amen. He's there reconciling. He was with Jesus. He was in Jesus reconciling the world to himself. He is with you. And he's there to make sure that what you are saying of him, he's confirming his word with miracle signs and wonders. So when, if you know he's with you, when you go and you lay hands on the sick, you don't got to wonder, are they going to get healed? You know, God is with me. And he's going to confirm his word with miracles, signs, and wonders. And he's going to be glorified. He's going to be glorified. God with any man, or God in any man, or God with any woman, or in a woman, equals power. The presence of God. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And this I will say of the Lord. He is my helper. He is my strength. He is my present help, my protector. What can come near me that can destroy me? Nothing. Nothing. Why? Because I am in the presence of God. Amen. He is in me. He in me. I in him. He fills me. I fill him. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. There is power in your union. There is power knowing that you are connected to the vine. There is power knowing that you're not walking alone. You might not feel it. The Bible says, though, though you do not see him, you believe in him. And it brings a great joy into your life. Because you don't, you don't have to see him. You know him. You know that you know that you know. That he changed your life. That he lives on the inside of you. No one can tell you any difference. Right? I'm saved. I'm going to heaven. His spirit lives on the inside of me. I'm washing the blood. No one can tell me any difference. Because I know that I know that I know. Do you know that you know that you know? In the same way, take God's word that way. No one can tell me that I'm going to die of sickness. No one can tell me that sickness is my portion. No one can tell me that failure is my portion. No one can tell me that poverty is my portion. No one can tell me. Because I know what the word of God says. Bulldog tenacity. Hang on to it. Hallelujah. The Bible says if you believe it in your heart and you confess it with your mouth. That's all it takes. But you got to believe it. You got to act on it. Amen. You got to know every day God is with me. He is in me and he is for me. You can look at all the powerful things that the, the Lord did, you know, with the man and woman of God in the Old Testament. You know, he parted the Red Sea. Manna came down from heaven. Water came out of a rock. Mighty signs and wonders. And yet, if all you're doing is marveling and wishing that you, man, if I was only alive back then. You're missing that he was with them and he was for them. But he wasn't in them like he is in you. He, he wasn't living in them. He was coming. He will come upon, you know, the priests, the prophets and certain, certain people. But us, 
We're not only in a much better covenant, but established upon better promises because he's not only with us, he is for us. But he has made his home on each and every one that receives them. We've become the temple of the living God. He comes and makes his home in us. We are carriers. Say, I'm a carrier of the presence of God. He lives in me. Father, help us be more aware that you are in us, Lord. Help us be more aware that, that we are carriers. We are your temples. We are the temple of the living God, that your spirit lives on the inside of us. No longer in, in the ark of the covenant made by hands of man. But now, Father, we are carriers of your spirit. Enlighten our understanding. Give us eyes that see, Father, that this truth of knowing that you are in us will empower us and help us in time I need and help us in time of weakness. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that your people, Father, will know this will be a year, Father, that we will be more aware than we've ever been of your presence, of your spirit, Lord, living on the inside of us and activating the spirit of power that we may be doers of your word and not hearers only, Lord, that we will achieve that we will overcome and be effective witnesses oh, for your glory so that people can see, Lord, that there is hope for the hopeless. So that people, Father, will know that you are the living God, that you change not, that you are not a respecter of person, that what you do for one, you will do for another if they only believe Thank you, Father, that we will walk in the, the, the spirit of power and in your strength. And it will be noticeable. And you will be glorified in our lives and through our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus.